His shoes are like maroon, and he's looking at a black shoe. They're a different color. Those are green. Are you? <laughs> well, I'm, are you colorblind? <laughs> this is going to be a sad episode where Gary first learns that he's colorblind. Oh my dad! Our favorite part of the movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs are like a long lost friend. Credits score where credits get the credit they're due. Whenever you're ready, Gary, bring us into this baby. Welcome, everybody, to Credit Score. Today, we're going to do some jive talking, Max. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. It's just it's one of those uh, cool disco things. You do some jive talking, I think. What if we were doing like like the Muppets intro <laughs> and you're just talking like that for no reason? Uh, from what I understand, jive talk, no I one guess, was... No I one... Ralph, Ralph would probably say yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Ralph, Ralph. Not Rolf. Rolf. I think maybe Fozzie Bear, too, would do some jive talking. Know. You think so? Nah. <laughs> Is that your Fozzie Bear? Okay. Welcome, welcome to Credit Score, where Gary gives the worst impression. Yeah. Do, do March for everyone again. Mm, yeah. We're going to do some jive talking today. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. That's Gary Dudak over there. Yeah. And uh, today we are tackling. Oh, oh, I don't get to introduce myself. Oh, sorry. And that's Max Miller over there. I thought I already said your name. You son of a bitch. Uh, today we're doing opening credits for a movie. Yes. In the, uh, I don't know, the height of the disco era, maybe? Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't the height, this made it the height. Put it to its height. Yeah. Why don't you tell them what we're doing? A Saturday Night Fever. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds yeah. real nice. Yeah, the Travolta. Travolta-led. drama? It is a, yeah, it's a drama. Have you seen Saturday Night Fever? Like, no, I have okay. not. I have not either. So that's good. <laughs> we'll, we'll try and guess. Not only have I not seen it, but I was a little disturbed when I when I read about it, about some of the plot lines. And oh, interesting. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little disturbed just af- after watching the credits thoroughly. And that's, I mean, that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the opening credits. This is why we haven't watched the movie. It does not matter to what this podcast yeah. is about. It, it, whether you've seen the movie or not, you can appreciate the opening credits whether and you go first of all go watch them if you haven't yet or watch along with us but we're gonna break them down for you or don't because it's sometimes it's fun to that's just true. Like hear us talk about it and then go watch them later and be like oh that's what that, they were talking that's about. a good that's point weird. yeah but these credits are classic they're very well known for anyone of a certain age or a certain that likes a certain genre of movie or the music even if you yeah even if you don't know the credits per se you know the song you know you it's, know the song one of the biggest songs of all time and i feel like You've seen the clip of the cre- of these opening credits on like an if you've ever watched the Oscars, they show the they do a montage or whatever. You've seen his shoes walking down the street, which is you've seen it parried parodied as well. Yep, everything exactly. So you, you know it. You're familiar with. And it. if you're familiar with the Bee Gees, um, or just disco music in general, it, this has four of the their famous songs. Which I, until I we did this research for the show, I had no idea that they were written for this movie. Much like Phil Collins' uh, episode. If you go back and listen to our episode four, Against All Odds, Phil Collins did, uh, what was the name of the song? Oh, Against, Against All, All Odds. Odds. Oh, what was the name of the movie? <laughs> uh, Against All Odds. So they weren't as on the nose with this one. They didn't call this song Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> they, but I will say, well, we'll get to it, but um, the name of the song that opens the credits is the Bee Gees' famous Staying Alive. Originally... It was supposed to be called Saturday Night, but okay. but the producers were like, "There's too many goddamn songs that have Saturday Night in them, like the Bay City Rollers song." So they changed it to instead of Saturday Night, Staying Alive. So there you go. But uh, but I had no idea the Bee Gees did this for this movie specifically. I thought they had an album that this was used. You know, I didn't know it was the soundtrack, but 
Anyways, we'll get to, we'll tackle all that. We'll get sure. to that. Let's let's get to it. Let's, let's get started. Let's get started let's, on let's this. Play a little bit of it and see how these credits start. So just to set you up a little bit, it's uh, 1977. This movie came out. Oh, let me think back to what I was doing then. Um, I was not born yet. What were your parents doing? Do you think? In seventy seven, do you think Probably they were exactly what Travolta going doing. to the yeah, disc? Yeah, I think that's both of my parents getting their just, disco boogie on. Yeah, I mean, they were from Brooklyn, so they this is yeah. Oh, for okay. Them. Yeah, my parents, uh, not so much from Brooklyn, uh, Central Illinois. My Should mom we just turn this into a podcast about our parents. <laughs> mom, dad, love you. Yeah, uh, my mom was into the BGS. I'm pretty sure my dad hated the BGS, or at least didn't like disco. Like he was, my dad was all about disco sucks, rock and roll, and stuff. So. Anyway, so 1977, December comes out. Go ahead. Let's do it. Now, I wish it started with music because that would have been beautiful, but it doesn't. It starts with the sounds of the city. Oh, what, 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 what big city is this, Max? It's, uh, oh, my, it's similar to what we discussed Cedar last Cedar Rapids, episode, Iowa, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gary's making the same joke that he made in our Different Strokes episode from last week. Different city, though. Um, it's not. It's New York. No, I'm saying I made a different city joke. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I, said, I think I said Omaha last time or something. But anyways. Um, it's always good when you have to call back your own joke and explain it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we're see, we're seeing New York City. I am not familiar with this bridge. It's per- Brooklyn Bridge, I believe. Okay, okay. I, I believe this. We see we see multiple bridges. And this is the Brooklyn Bridge. Those are the twin towers in the back, right? Yeah, they were around back okay. then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Paramount Pictures presents in red lettering. And now we're kind of panning over uh, one of you know the borough. So this is the, this is the second bridge we see, and this is the. Verrazano Narrows Bridge. Wow, you know your bridges, dude. Well, because this apparently plays a big role in the movie. I don't know why, but it's like it's referenced. That's right. They hang it's out. Metaphorical. Uh, they hang out on the bridge a lot, and it has to do with like crossing from like the good life, because like you know John Travolta, the main star, lives a rough life or something. Uh, Gary just Sorry, burped my, off my... the mic. First Gary burp <laughs> off the mic. <laughs> There's you know the first the pod- beer burp. There we go. Yeah, you know the podcast is going if Gary just burped off the ah, Feels good. Okay, so the, the only reason I even know about the bridges is because they're so prominent in these open. Okay. the first things we see yeah. before the music even starts. And we're still just hearing the sounds of the city. Okay. Some cars driving on the bridge. A Robert Stidwood production, it says. Still panning on this bridge. Mm-hmm. Man, really setting the... Zooming in on the city now. Setting the city mood here. Oh, there's a car Bay, horn. Bay okay, now Bay we Ridge, see Brooklyn. Yeah, so now we see the subway. Yep, train going by. No, not the subway; it's the train. It's, yeah, it's above ground. Exactly. A subway's yeah. below ground, Gary. I thought you were talking about subway sandwiches. Were no, they around? No, I'm hungry. I don't think they were. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Check. You have to email the show and let us know Should when. Should we make uh, this podcast about subway? <laughs> email the show and let us know when subway was founded and how my parents are doing, please. They're probably eating subway right now. <laughs> high, high chance. Okay. So, from Perfect. what we get, like if you didn't, it looks like a, like a a serious movie, like a very a, a very dramatic movie. Like it looks like a taxi driver. It looks yep. like the, the way it's, it's the credits gr- are going. So gritty far. city feeling. Yeah. Um, it is in the day, but it's kind of gray. But the the bright red credits kind of give it a I don't know, like a feeling of like you said, like a taxi driver or a Scorsese film or something. Yeah. So, and but now Travolta's name is flashing the screen. Here we go. And this is at the Oh, this is like he—he he was a, a bona fide star. That he was like welcome back Cotter fame. Well, I think it was like he had just. We are doing those welcome back Cotter scene, <laughs> by the way. Those are welcome great back. Credits. Um, I, I mean, I think that's when he took he. I wouldn't say he's at the height of his fame, but no, but this but, this put him there though, right? But no, I think he was he was like a heartthrob at this. Got point. it. Like, got it. Like yeah. that show was a hit, 
and he was the star of it. Like he was, and he was the standout. Just for a frame of reference, he plays 19-year-old Tony Manero in this movie, but he was actually 23 at the time. So he's in his young- oh, big stretch. No, no, no. Not, I'm not saying it's a stretch. I'm saying he's living the dream. What range? <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm saying he is living the life right now. He's playing young movie stars. He is a young movie star. Or sorry, he's playing young roles. He's a movie star. He's a heartthrob. All that stuff. And his name's on the screen. And here we go. Ooh, what's yeah. that I hear? Oh, we got some music here. Okay. For those of you that want to listen to the music, it's not going to happen. That's not how we do things. We break this stuff down. Spoon feed you, baby. And we got to talk about everything that's happening. So we got those nice little, like, uh, a little bass line and some drums and some, some little cymbals, maybe? Mm, yeah. 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 And it's... And what we're seeing on the screen now is you can see a man walking, uh, dressed pretty slick, holding a can of paint, right? which will be featured throughout the credits for some reason, him yeah. holding this can of paint. Yeah. It's, uh, I, do you know why he's carrying the paint? Yeah, his, you look into it? yeah I did. His, okay. his family runs a, like a hardware store. Okay. Okay. So, 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 yeah. I didn't look that far, and I just enjoy that he was carrying a can of paint. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like it out of context. Yeah. You, it makes you wonder why the hell he's out the can of paint. But okay. where we paused on the screen right now. The man, who we know as Travolta, puts his shoe up to the window of a shoe store to kind of like compare his shoe to the shoe in the window. Yeah, big heel, like big uh, yeah, high heel. Disco-y. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I have, a, I have a problem with it, though, because okay, it's the wrong foot. He's holding up his left shoe and looking at a right shoe. Yeah, but it's the same shoe. But it's like, what's he comparing? He's just like, making sure he's got that like cool shoe. He's good to go. I got the... I got... I got I got what they're showing in the store. I'm I'm styling. Okay, but let's also point out. It doesn't out, matter if it's a left or right. Yeah, I, I thought he was like doing it to like, do I want those shoes? No, I think he was checking to make his shoes are just like. But as his cool shoes as, are his shoes are like but maroon. But the same shoe. His shoes are like maroon, and he's looking at a they're black a shoe. They're a different color. Those are green. Are you? <laughs> well, I'm, are you colorblind? Yeah, <laughs> This is going to be a sad episode where Gary <laughs> first learns that he's colorblind. Oh, my dad. But like, I thought he was doing it because he wanted the, the slick black shoes. No. No, because when he later, we'll see, he goes and sees a shirt, and he goes to get that shirt. Yeah, I understand that, but I thought I thought the whole point of this is he's wearing black pants, so he's like, ooh, those black shoes look nice. No, I really think he's comparing that he's got the like cool shoes that are shown on All the right. window. Anybody who's seen Saturday Night Fever, let me know. Does he go back and buy these black shoes later? Don't let him know. Or- <laughs> he's not going to care. All right, I probably won't. Max has access to the email account anyway, so. Um, by the way, our email address, creditsstorepodcast at gmail.com. We'll You're going to say it. that every single episode now? <laughs> I want to get some emails. All right, so he's comparing his shoe to the shoe in the in the window. He Apparently, he's pleased by it. I'm not. He is. Look at what happens next. He's very happy. All right, hit it. Hit it. Yeah. Uh, here we he go. Did, he did a little reaction. He did. He was like, yeah. Okay. You're right. So now we got Saturday. Night. Night. Fever. Fever. And Fever's flashing. And, oh, and it's in like the red lights, neon lights. All right, so far we've only seen. Oh, there he is. Okay, so now we've got the the famous. You can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. And no one is more of a woman's man than John Travolta. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you insinuating, Gary? I'm what? I'm not insinuating anything. I'm just saying. Knowing what we know now. So we pan from his shoes walking on the ground yep. to the beat. Which, by the way, I read that. This was shot before. Exactly. It worked so perfectly, but this was not what he was. they were like playing when he was... Travolta in an interview said that Bee Gees didn't come into play until they'd filmed a lot of it, or maybe much, much of it. Um, and he was dancing to like Stevie Wonder and Boss, Boss Stags. Yeah. Which, 
I pulled a little clip of Boskags. I'm not super familiar myself, but I can see how he was walking to this. Mm-hmm. This is Boskags' uh, "Lowdown." Yep, which is his biggest song. Yep. Let's just listen to it just a couple seconds. Okay. Of it, really, and you can tell that he was walking to this too. Yep. Yeah. I'd say this is a little more funky and less disco now. Yeah. yeah. No time to talk. Yeah, it works. So it does. It makes sense. Music that, loud and women want to kick around. Oh, sorry. Gary, I just Gary. wanted to go a little further. <laughs> um, but anyways, back to this ladies' man here. Or yeah. sorry, uh, woman's man. Sorry. Is he a ladies' man as we find out in this opening credits? Is he really that much well, of a ladies' man? Like I said, I, I read into this movie a little bit more uh, about the plot. We'll get to it. But I think he believes he's a ladies' man. I feel like he's like uh, like Tony Montana. In uh, Scarface, yeah, like. yeah. I mean, he's 19. He thinks he's hot shit. Look how he's dressed. He's got yeah. the okay. He's so got we've, the, we've scrolled up now. Yeah. So we, now we've got his upright body. What what is he dressed in? He is dressed in a leather coat with like a red dress shirt underneath and a gold chain, big old collar, big yeah, huge 70s collar, the old uh, Travolta chin. Yep, and his hair is you know is looking nice and feathery. Pre toupee Travolta. <laughs> yes, this is his real hair. I think. He is only 23, so I would doubt I hope so. Um, it looks like it's a crisp day in the city. Everyone's yeah. wearing kind of like and the reason I'm bringing this up is well, t- I'm bringing this up because it's going to come back later, but everyone's wearing jackets and hats and coats in the, in the background. He's got a leather jacket on and uh, he's strutting his stuff through he's the city. He's got the cockiest face of all time. Like, he's, yeah. he is like, he, he knows, he, he thinks he's the shit. He is hot shit yeah. in his own mind, yes. Yeah. He's walking with a can of paint, and he's, he thinks he's hot Exactly. Shit. I just and now we're back to his shoes, by the way. I just wanted to point out the lyrics, too, because I've, I've never really known the lyrics to this song, other than the first couple I, lines. Yeah, and I don't think anyone does. Like, we all know the first, like, lyrics, yep. and then we know, like, and, ah, yeah. ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, and I remember, like, uh, in my 20s, me and my roommate, like, when we were getting ready to, like, go out, We'd like sing the song for some reason, but we would never, we didn't know the lyrics. So we would just like, <laughs> we were like, cousin it from the so tell me some of these lyrics. All right. So right there was music loud and women warm. I've been kicked around Can since just, I was. Just say them because we oh, have a hard sorry. time hearing the messages. Music loud and women warm. I've been kicked around since I was born. And I think that's kind of a theme to his character is that okay. he comes from a rough background. Okay. His, his parents are kind of like always fighting or there's trouble at home kind of thing. Join the club. <laughs> right? No shit. And then it goes into, I know it's all right. It's okay. You may look the other way. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, got biscuit. you got biscuit going now. Uh, anyway, go back to the song. His, we're back to his shoes, by the way. He's strutting his shit again. So. Introducing Karen Lynn Gourney as Stephanie. I don't know who that is. So from what I read, Stephanie plays kind of like the... Um, well, do you, do you know the overall premise of the of the film? I don't. Okay, I, I, so Travolta is, you know, young, 19-year-old. Disco is his escape. So he leaves... Again, join the club, buddy. <laughs> he heads out, uh, you know, at night to go. And he's like, hot. he's really good. He's a good dancer at the disco clubs. So he's known for that. He And... This Karen Lynn Gorney, who plays Stephanie, is kind of like the the apple of his eye or whatever. Or it's it's the girl he sees that he wants to, you know, he wants to get friendly with on the on the dance floor. Which so. we know from these credits coming up that he thinks that about a lot of women. True, true. He's not I don't think he, you know, he's not almost, dating almost her. Every 
two or three women <laughs> he passes on the street, it feels like. Let's yeah, get, let's get yeah. to that a little okay. bit. Okay, carry on. There's a supporting cast, by the way. It's five names. Okay, yeah. So we get five names, like, and then another five yeah. names. I think those are like his friends in the movie and his parents. And then there's another girl that he does kind of have a relationship with. That yeah. Donna Pesco is her name. They showed her. And then, okay, so now... He's walking by a woman. Yeah, Travolta is approaching a woman. Yep, he's staring her down. He does a little little head look, and then he decides this is worth turning around. Well, she looks back at him, too. Oh, she does? Yeah. Oh, I can't see because the credits are You'll see it in a second, yeah. Okay, I see that she's turning around. Yeah. Okay, so so this one actually, like, looked back, like, oh, he's... he's, Yeah. Look at that chin. This this one looks back, Look at that dimple. (laughs) She's probably staring at his man bun. We should too. mention, like, like we said, he was a heartthrob. So mm-hmm. I read that they had such a hard time filming in on the streets in Brooklyn and stuff mm. because teenage girls came out in droves. Oh wow! But what I found funny was that uh, teenage boys came out with signs, like anti-Travolta signs, because he was too good looking <laughs> and like taking attention <laughs> off them with their girlfriends. God, those jealous Brooklyn kids, That's man! Hilarious to me. Get the hell out of here! Yeah. So he had like. Screaming fans and then haters and then angry, yeah. angry young Brooklyn men that yeah. don't like his kind there. So, so he's a he, he was a heartthrob. Yeah. He's, he's turning heads. So, so, so this woman turns her head to check him mm-hmm. out. This mm-hmm. is Karen, you know, that's fine. So then he turns to look back at her for a moment. Yep, and then oh, he's thinking like, am I gonna go, go chase her down? Yeah, <laughs> but then he, he has some common sense. He's like, this is probably not a good. Yeah, thing she's walking away pretty briskly. She's yeah. not like turning around to me and like, hey, yeah. I want to talk to this guy. Yeah. Just because she gave you the eye contact does not mean like come hound me. Yeah, but he takes a couple steps in her direction, and then decides, ah, I got other. I got. I got to get this paint to the paint. The paint place. place. Yeah, <laughs> I have to deliver this can of paint. I think is what we're is what we're gathering here. Musical number stage and choreographed by Lester Wilson, which is probably a big deal because it's a big musical yeah, and for sure and dancing movie. I mean, Lester Wilson gets his own credit, so. All right. So. By the way, the episode of The Office where they do the staying alive uh, CPR, oh, you know yeah. that? Oh, it is yes. one of the best moments in The Office. Go watch it. It's so funny. I wonder what season uh, that is. Mindy Kaling dancing when they're all singing it is the funniest thing. Go watch that. Oh, man. Uh, back to the credits here. So now we see original music by Barry, Robin, and Maurice Gibb, who are the Gibb brothers of the Bee Gees. Bee Gees, right. Yeah. Okay, quick pause. Okay, yeah, because I want to go back to what she says there. Yeah, sorry. So we're, we're at Lenny's Pizza, which mm-hmm. is a real place. Mm-hmm. So uh, Travolta he's, is... He's approaching, approaching to get Lenny, a couple Lenny. slices of pizza, right. yeah. And this woman, by the way, is his actual real-life sister. Yep, and she and, gives... And Travolta. And she delivers the first line of dialogue in the entire movie. Very cool. What, what does she... Let's listen to she what said, she says. Can I just do an impression real quick? Yeah. Hiya, Tony. What will it be? Two or three? Okay, now let's hear for comparison. <laughs> All right. Oh, I added. Oh, you, I added. What will it be? Well, don't imp- <laughs> don't improvise, Gary. Just say your lines, and you're, oh, man. you're a bit player. <laughs> Come on. So, what will it be? Two or three, mm-hmm. meaning slices. Yep. So yep. he usually gets two or three slices, slices. of pizza pie. Yeah. I think that's how they yeah. say it in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. And this is this is the first moment we get the dogs are going crazy. The fucking outside. dogs outside here, yeah. man. Um, 
so this is the first like hey, the Travolta. I guess that's more Salone. <laughs> Can you do a Travolta impression? Go like like this. Uh, let me this see. Uh, yeah, two, two. Stood. Give me two. Nah, <laughs> we're both we're both way off. Let's hear how he does it. Two, two. Give me two. That's good. Yeah, give me two. That's good. Two, two, two. two stood, give me two. two. Give me the Avini Barbarino. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah, stood. I said a Barbarino. <laughs> Two stood, yeah, two, two, two. two, two. Give me two. Uh, I really like the way he says that, by the way. The two, do it again. It's, it's, okay. It just sounds, it sounds awesome. I wish I could talk like that. I miss 70s Travolta. Yeah, right? Two, two, give me two, that's good. Two, two, two give me two, that's, me two. That's, 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 that's good. That's good. By the way, you know what this always reminds me of? Have you seen uh, Point Break? Yes. With uh, Gary Busey in the car, yeah, and he's yeah. telling Utah about the meatball subs or the meatball sandwiches, and then he hangs out of the car, he's like, Utah! Give me two. Travolta loves being compared to Gary Busey. <laughs> I just, I wonder if that's where Busey got it. If sometimes, if he'd seen this movie and decided to see, he wanted his own Give Me Two. Yeah, it's the only, it's the only place I've ever said Give Me Two or something at a, at a restaurant. That's, Gary. that's good. Give Me Two. All right, so he grabs. <laughs> You're turning into uh, John Boyd from Anaconda. <laughs> the uh, worst accent of all time. <laughs> The worst movie accent. You gotta go if you haven't go, seen that out. Look at go watch John Voight in Anaconda. Yeah, go Google John Voight voice in Anaconda. It's or, so it's, awesome. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Okay, so two, two, give me two. Yeah, and he gets two slices of pizza. And then for some reason he eats them like I've never seen somebody eat pizza before. I was before. gonna say he eats pizza like you. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to start eating pizza like okay, this. So he stacks them on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And folds them and shoves them, shovels them in his mouth. And okay, pay very close attention here because he's walking away with these two slices of it looks like cheese pizza. Yeah. He takes four bites in the matter of maybe five seconds. He it's eats one- pizza like you, like I said. <laughs> okay, but here's the here's the thing. This is already weird. Like he's double decorating mm-hmm. the pizza, mm-hmm. shoveling in his mouth. But she asked him if he wanted three, three today. So does he do that with three sometimes? That is such a good point. Because that is insane. Yeah. And but watch this. He takes it's like bite, bite. He waits two seconds and takes two more bites. He's all over the side of his mouth. Yep, and his cheat. There's no way he was able to eat that like the way he did it. There's this had to have been a spit take. He had to have spit it out right after. I love his confidence. I am so self conscious when I'm eating. I wipe (laughs) away every single like second I'm eating. And he has just got it all over his face. He's looking at ladies, still strutting his stuff, shoveling pizza down his throat. Here we go. Two more quick bites. He just took two. There's so much pizza in his mouth right at that point. It's insane. Unbelievable. But then it just goes right back to his feet. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to get some pizza after this, right? Dude, just it like fucking looks delicious. Like it that. looks yeah, so I'm, good. I'm double decorating the hell I'm out of it. I'm starving right now. Back to the shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now you see the list of the Bee Gees songs. How Deep Is Your Love, Night Fever, Staying Alive, More Than a Woman, performed by the Bee Gees. Yeah, and can I just say that it bothers me that they don't do it in order? Like, staying, why is Staying Alive not at the top? Like, that's what we're hearing right now. Like, they should do it in the order... That you, I think it's in. Is it in order? Oh no, it's not in order. No, it's, it's not alphabetical. Nope, it's not alphabetical. Oh, second burp off the mic. Hang on. Oh my god, it's just what the Bee Gees always wanted over <laughs> their over their hit song. Okay, but by, did, by the way, while we're talking about the Bee Gees, mm-hmm. no Oscar nominations for this soundtrack. I thought that. Uh, oh no, you're right. You're right. It, uh, it was Golden Globe for uh, "How Deep Is Your Love." Yeah, but no Oscar. That is that Are is weird. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. Yeah, and we should point out this soundtrack is the. Second best-selling soundtrack of all time. It was number one when this yep. came out. Yeah, it, it was number one for a long time. Yeah, until it got go beat by The Bodyguard. Right, which is weird to me because I understand because of that Whitney Houston Whitney was just Houston. so huge. Then. Yeah, but that one song beat out like six great 
true i just think that she was such she was so big like she was like astronomically and she starred in the movie too added element to it maybe if the bgs were the movie stars in the movie it would have helped but and those are still the one and two one and two um 45 million units sold it was on the charts for 24 straight weeks atop the album charts Uh And uh, I, I feel so bad that you guys don't get to see Gary when he pulls up his notepad and <laughs> references it because it's so fun. And even though it didn't get an Oscar nom, for, it did, did a Golden Globe nomination, didn't win, but it won Grammy of the Year or Grammy for Album of the Year. Okay. It's one of only three soundtracks to ever win Album of the Year. It seems so weird that it didn't get an Oscar nomination. It, it is. It's very strange. I didn't actually look up the Oscar noms that year for music, but um, by the way, do you want to know what the third uh, album to everyone Grammy of the Year was besides Bodyguard and and Stan, and this one, yes. Oh brother, where art oh, thou? That's right. Well, How that, weird is that? that? Well, but that was a force when that came out. Yeah, that was just like a, yeah. But still, that's just, but it is a, it is an interesting mix of types of music mm-hmm. that are the top three. Yeah, it's like disco, R and B, and and then bluegrass, bluegrass, yeah, yeah. folky, yeah. country. All right, so we see that the BGS performed these three songs. We know now that they wrote these songs specifically for the movie. But not till it was already filmed. I, I read that they did it all pretty much in one weekend too, like which is fucking insane. Like this is like basically their the, their best album ever. So now, now as we move forward, there's a point that I want to point out here. A part let's let's play okay. it a little bit because. Oh, and by the way, sorry, Jive Talking was also made for the movie, but uh, didn't appear in the movie. But it's on the soundtrack. I think. Okay. Still walking. So okay, so. <laughs> Through the entire cuts, we've gotten very straightforward shots of his, of feet. his feet, of him, of the, and now all of a sudden, we're almost from the paint cans point of view. <laughs> that is totally true. It is the paint cans and, point and of what, view. What, what was the the logic? It's just like, oh, you know, this these opening credits need now is a shot from the paint cans point of view. The director John uh, Badham, I think, is yeah. the director. He just wanted to fucking mix it up, man. I guess, and, is this where like Vince Gilligan got most of his creative Breaking Bad <laughs> shots from, like? object point of views it has to be he's it's, like yeah saturday night fever specifically yeah it's so funny though it really does look like it's the paint tan's point of view because it's kind of swinging with him and it's a low looking up at yeah, his nostrils it's not because his arm is kind of off yeah i guess side, you're right but, but i guess you're is, right like yeah. we are looking up at him it's a sidewalk shot looking up yeah. and then it switches to the other side yep yep editor with, david rollins so that was his doing good <laughs> job good job david <laughs> really swinging those arms too the look on John Travolta's face. Like, that look is got to be the inspiration for uh, Zoolander. Like, it's... <laughs> How did that chin get so much less prominent over the years? I don't know. Do you think he had work done or he's just aging? Maybe aging. It was such a... Yeah, it was so chiseled and that dimple is just... Man, just kind of making me horny, to be honest. Okay. Can I'm I say gonna, that? I'm going to... You can, and, but I'm going to leave. <laughs> Maybe edit that edit. out. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to edit out. Oh, okay. Gonna, I don't want to be here anymore. All right. Sorry about that. Well, he, he is a woman's man, so... <laughs> All right, so here we go. Paint can shot. Okay, and again, the, the can, this was shot before, but the can is swinging perfectly on beat to mm-hmm. the music. But now we're getting like, the paint can is getting like some screen time here, like a close-up of the That's carnival. That's out of context. <laughs> yeah. All right, so keep going because the next part is maybe the best. Still the paint can, by the way. Oh, I actually forgot about this part. So now he sees a shirt. Hear that in the voice, window. by the way, that beat. Yeah. That's good. Should we go back and listen to Damn. that again? Just yeah, go a back a little bit. Jesus. That's good. 
So he sees a shirt in the window for like twenty seven fifty. Yeah, and it's a it's a blue light blue light blue collared shirt. It. Yeah, gotta have it, even though he doesn't have the money for it. So but let's, let's it, see what okay, happens. Okay, here we go. What's he gonna do? He's gonna say, "Give me two, give me two. <laughs> hey, you That's guys good. Do layaway? As long as it don't turn it into a twenty year mortgage. All right, look, put me down five dollars for that blue shirt in the window. Hold it for me. Pretty okay. I just want to say, pretty uh, fucking witty of that guy to have that that twenty year mortgage line right away. Like, does he get asked about layaway all the time and yeah. always use that? Yeah, he's got that ready to go. <laughs> it's in his it's in his arsenal. By the way, everyone is it is this like a common thing? Everyone just pays like a little bit of it. I I guess it was in the seventies. I mean, I've heard of layaway, and I know that they still do it at like Walmart and shit. But like, I have never gone in and put five dollars down. A shirt. I'm gonna start doing that from now on <laughs> for everything. Hey, hey give me a receipt. Please don't, don't trust me. So he Why says, does that guy say receipt. that? Wait for your receipt. Uh, I trust you. Please don't trust me. Yeah, so it shows that John Travolta is a trusting guy, right? I guess. That's what they're going for there. He's just like, he's just, or he's, he's in got, a hurry, maybe? He's got to get the paint can to the paint place. But, but why, <laughs> does this, why does this owner of the shirt store not have the, the moral character to that? Or, or is he just forgetful, maybe? And he won't remember the guy. It's either he's a sleazebag or he's just forgetful. It's one or the or other. Maybe a combination. I'm going to go with sleazebag by the way he looks. Yeah, yeah, he is. He looks a little greasy. A little bit, yeah. All right, so here okay. we go. This now is... we come to the end of the credits, pretty much. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a faraway shot of him walking up the street. We immediately have a woman taking up the center screen, walking towards him. Um, executive producer Kevin McCormick, shout out, because yep. his... Uh, his name is featured on this woman's back and remember earlier how i said it's winter out or at least a crisp cold day because everyone's wearing fucking long sleeve coats hats this woman is in a very thin light dress it looks like with no coat on so she's either very hot blooded or she just you know all right hit pause real quick before we get to okay so travolta is approaching this woman yeah they're they maybe make eye contact it's hard to tell but we see that it's this is based on a story by Nick Cohn. Mm-hmm. Do you know the story behind this? No. So Nick Cohn, this whole movie is based on an article in uh, pulling up my notes here, New York Magazine article. <laughs> it was called "Tribal Rights of Next or of the Next Sat." Oh no, "Tribal Rights of the New Saturday Night." He wrote this story about him, his disco life. He's a British kind of like rock journalist. I think he ended up working later on for Rolling Stone or something, but. Decade, a decade later, he said he made it all up. It was just complete lies. But that's what, oh, the, that's what the entire movie is based off of. This is article about him immersing himself into the disco scene. He says he basically based it on going to a disco, which is, I think, the same disco in the movie, 2001 Odyssey. And he saw a guy that kind of like looked like Travolta, like standing outside. And then he, the rest of it was based on some guy in, in back in England that he knew. <laughs> like, so, I love it. Just make yeah. something up, and yeah. then you get a movie It'll get, made. Exactly. Yeah, good. So. All right, carry on. Okay, so he walks by her. I don't think she looks at him. I don't see once. It wasn't like the, the last encounter. No, you're right. She contact. definitely doesn't look back. That's which, for sure. Which is, does it say something about his character where he like, she? the other one had a little bit of interest for a second. Yeah. He didn't chase after her. This one has no interest. Yeah, so maybe. And we'll see what he does right Hard now. to get. Well, yeah. what he's going to do is just a warning out there. It's harassment. It's 100% harassment. <laughs> So he's he's walked way past her at this point. He's at least twenty. She has not twenty yards past her. Like he's 
far. Right, and she yeah. has not looked back at him. She has given no nope. indication that she wants to be approached by him. Not at all. And he's still got that goddamn paint can. He turns around and bolts over mm-hmm. to stand in front of her. Mm-hmm. Stream play by Norman Wexler, by the way. Good job, Norman. So now we're at the ca- we're at his point of view. The camera's at his point of view. So now we get to feel what it's like to be a sexual harasser. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say sexual. I, this is just regular just harassment. harassment. Yeah, yeah. It's a sexual harassment. Well, it it gets close, but he doesn't say anything sexual, and he doesn't do. He doesn't give me give me two. <laughs> That's good. That's <laughs> good. But I would say this is street harassment. Um, he gets in front of her, and go ahead, and we'll play that. Okay. So she goes like. She oh, gives him a, like a what the me, fuck buddy? look. Yeah, are exactly. Are you fucking kidding me, buddy? Trying to get around him. And he's and we, stopping her. Yeah, moving in front of her. And then finally she gives him the, blows him off. The hand. The hand, yeah. Talk to the hand and she storms past him. And he him. looks surprised. Like, he did, like, like, why didn't you enjoy me standing in front of you and not saying yeah. a single word? And what and is he, yeah. Moving in front of you what as was you're trying to move around me. Like, no, there's not even a hello or anything. No. It looks like he does kind of say something here when she walks away, but there's no audio of it. Do you notice that? Like, yo, baby, can I get your number? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I give me two. <laughs> hey, give me two seconds of your time. That's good. That's good. Just two seconds. That's good. John Voight, Anaconda. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> All right, so she storms away, and this part He's really so bothers upset. me. He adjusts his crotch. Yes. He, like, grabs his, his junk. Yeah. He, I mean, the, thing, the reason it's not sexual harassment is because she's already walked past him. He turns away. We're sexually harassed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sexually aroused. I'm sorry. Did I say that again? I'm leaving. Uh, he grabs his, his junk. Like, he's kind of adjusting. Like, God damn it. And then he, uh, maybe he got aroused, to be honest, a little bit. Half chub. And, uh, and then we see, right on his crotch, directed by John Badham on the screen. Badham. Is it Badham? Badham? I'm gonna go bad ham. It's B A D H A M. He probably like tells people it's like badham, but I, I, I don't I really go, know. I go bad what ham. else did he do? I didn't really look him up, but uh, I think War Games or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He had he had some some good credits. Okay, I think he directed up until like recently too, like episodes of Supernatural or something. Yeah. Like, so I actually have a John Badham about these credits. Oh. So oh, okay. originally he wanted the entire sheen, scene mm-hmm. to be shot with a stand-in from the waist down. Why? And I, I don't know. It's just something about where the legs moved and stuff like that. Huh. But Travolta hated the way it looked, so he wanted to be like of course. seen doing the walk. Classic Travolta. So the only scene where it isn't him, because they had they had shot it, mm-hmm. was where he compares his shoe at the very beginning. So that's not him. That's not his feet. Are you serious? That yeah. the one that I hate, where he yeah. lifts his leg yeah. up yeah, to the, at the very beginning. That's not, not him. Not Travolta. Wow. This is what, again. What, what is the point is of loose. that? This is like it's internet research. Still, I can't vouch for it but i'm gonna it's like the it. it's like the john heater hands and then and then napoleon dynamite opening credits like yeah. why not just use the main star you have him use his legs use his feet use every part of him you know i mean i want to oh my god <laughs> i can't handle this anymore okay so uh, uh, i just also want to point out a fact that i read about while we're talking about harassment mm-hmm. and while you're clearly harassing me and here i feel like <laughs> um so this was the first mainstream Hollywood movie to feature the phrase "blowjob." Oh, no kidding! Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. But it, again, don't don't quote me on that. Well, that's quote it. Well, we're going to quote him. Research. Okay, that's fair. Quote Max saying "blowjob," everybody. Um, also, I, I, I did not want to tell you that after all the how hot and bothered you've gotten so far, <laughs> and I didn't want to say that, but I thought it was an interesting fact. Well, my hot and botheredness uh, is going to go away because I just remembered once again. I told you there's some dark themes in this movie. I looked up the plot. There's like some serious shit that goes down in this movie. Like there's some gang warfare, like some fights, and there's like some rape, and there's some uncomfortable sexual harassment, 
and like more so than this this harassment in the opening credits. So pretty rough stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think I, I'm okay with just the credits. I don't know how well it holds up over time. It's still regarded as a very good I movie. This, I think even this moment doesn't hold up. No. Well over time. <laughs> no, no. Definitely not. All right. Let's carry on a little bit here. Let's we're just al- finish it off. We're almost to the end. Okay. Now he's running. He's running away. He's late, obviously. So now the credits end. Is this where we stop them? No, no, no. I want to go a little bit further because the song is still going. Okay. So I feel like the credits end when he... He almost gets hit by a car, it sounds like. It sounds like it. And there's a guy who I assume is his dad. I'm not sure. Or whoever runs the hardware shop is is looking in the window. At, like, looks like he's anxiously awaiting Travolta's arrival because the paint. He needs yeah. his paint can. Exactly. So badly that he was waiting by the window for yep. it. Yep. Okay, now hit pause real quick. Does it look like it's wet all of a sudden? Yeah, it's a little rainy. Like, it, the whole opening credits has been dry and kind of sunny. Like, maybe a little gray. So, why did John Travolta just start running? Yeah, he, I, I don't know. He was strutting, and he now was, he just starts running. He, and also, isn't this where he's headed? Why does the guy have to wave him down? Well, I, th- him down? I think what he does, I think he, if you keep going just a little further, he says, not this door, go to the back door. Don't let anyone see you come in with yeah. that paint can. <laughs> maybe don't come in here with those goddamn shoes on. Too, too flashy for this place. See, then he goes to a different door. What he charge? Seven ninety eight. That's what he, it. What he charge? What he? Seven ninety eight. Anyway, those are the opening credits. That's to it. Saturday Night Fever. And staying alive ends perfectly there. You know, kind of on that crescendo. Um, by the way, what, what lyrics do we miss? I just want to let you yeah, know let's earlier. Go through some a little bit more of those. So the last thing I said was I've been kicked around since I was born. So so now it's all right. It's okay. You may look the other way. We can try to understand. The New York Times effect on man, okay. and then and then so it this goes. Is, this is exactly why yeah. are better, much better lyrics than. And what? then the chorus is whether you're a brother, whether you're a mother, you're staying alive, staying alive. Wait, so it's whether you're a brother or whether, or whether you're, you're a mother, mother staying stay alive. alive. You're staying, yeah. And then feel the city breaking and everybody shaking and we're staying alive, staying alive. Okay, don't sing <laughs> it like them because then we can't hear the oh, lyrics. Sorry, <laughs> feel the city breaking and everybody shaking and we're staying alive. Staying alive. Okay, I, th- I I enjoy it better when I don't know the lyrics. And by the way, I've been since I found out that it was supposed to be Saturday night. I've been saying, I've been saying Saturday night, Saturday night, because that's apparently what it was supposed to be originally. So I don't it know. works. Yeah, it does. It works if they needed to. And then I guess the, I guess there's even more lyrics in the second in the second verse. Well, now I get low and I get high, and if I can't get either, I really try. Got the wings of heaven on my shoes. I'm a dancing man, and I just can't lose. Okay, That's so pretty much it. It was about the music, mostly. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was about the beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that disco vibe. Great song. We all know it. We all yeah. love it. Um, so we're through these credits now. Mm-hmm. What was the best moment of the credits for you? Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's weird, but I like I like his res- I liked his interaction with his sister, where she said, "Hi, Tony, two or three. And then he says, oh, two, two's good." It's just that little that that's my favorite that little that little line of dialogue where he gets the pizza. Then I hate when he eats the pizza, but I liked when he gets the pizza. I think we have. Is that your worst moment? No, that's my best. Pizza? Oh no, no, my worst moment is. Oh, I'll wait. I'll okay. let you say okay. your best. So my, I like that. I like that interaction too. I just like their voices. Yeah, like, it's so I like good. Their siblings. What do you know about that? Mm-hmm. So that's that's my favorite moment too. It's nice. And yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna be saying "Give me two for the rest of my life now because of this. Two. That's that's two. good. Two, 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 two. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting a little bit like. Uh, uh, Adam Sandler and the Water Boy or something. So what's your low light? It's the it's the pizza. I the the, yeah. the little bit that gets on the side of his mouth, it just disgusts me. Yeah, it's gross. And the four bites. I, I just I I want if you 
if they would keep him on camera for a couple more seconds and I would see him actually eat that pizza, I don't because I don't believe he did. He takes two four. Let me just or, spit it out. That's what I'm saying. I just it makes me mad. But that's not my low light. My low light is the crotch grab. It really grosses me out. We. It's very subtle. It's subtle, but it bothers me because he like he's just done harassing this woman, and you know it takes a good five to ten seconds for her to get around him, which makes me think he was getting erect as he was doing it. God. <laughs> and then as she storms past him, he turns and he's like, ah, he has to adjust his package, and he like you know clearly grabs his hog for a second, you know, like it just it bothers me. Talking about it bothers me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about it bothers me more than it bothers me. <laughs> so that's my low light. Okay. All right. Well, now that we have those, there's a there's a, a newer segment that we like to do. We did it last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it started with the Adams Family because the Adams Family has a random lion walking through their opening credits. Yeah. And we, we said that having a lion in your credits made it so much better. Mm-hmm. Just It get it got 1.5 extra points just for that yeah, in our so scoring the, system. So the, the, the segment is called Better with a Lion? Question mark. You got to go up at the end. Better with the lion. Better with the lion. And the answer for me in this one is a hundred percent. Yeah, I certainly. Think the answer for me is always going to be a hundred percent. Yeah, I think it would be just. It would be great if just in the background of all the because there's a lot of hustle and bustle in the city, obviously, and there's a lot of people in the background. If just one guy was just like walking a pet lion in the background. See, and this is what I think. I think the lion strutting with him the entire time just side by side the entire class. that would be amazing if yeah. he had a, that would be and more like with him to go like harass people and yeah like, he gets a couple slices himself you that'd, know, be, like, <laughs> that'd be more like starface like you were talking about where he has like the tiger or whatever so yeah. all right that'd be pretty that'd be pretty freaking cool if he had a lion i agree cool i love this segment i love this lion segment yeah and it's go back and watch our adams or listen sorry watch go back and listen to our adams family episode and Watch see, the credits. See the origins. If you can hear some crunching in here, Biscuit, my dog, who makes frequent appearances on the podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is gnawing on a bone because the only way to get him to shut up. Very loudly. Yeah, yeah. So now he's gnawing loudly. Now he knows we're talking about yeah, him. Yeah, he hears us talking about him and he's going to probably gnaw Good even boy. louder. So now this part of the show, we like to go into some covers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Staying Alive is one of the biggest songs of all time. Yes. So there are. You're going to have so lots of covers, covers on that. Yeah. So I try to grab a select few to mm-hmm. entertain us. This one, Capital Cities, the bands. Yes, heard um, of them. Yeah, they did a nice little cover that I enjoyed. I don't Should know. If I, I'm not sure if I've heard. Yeah, let's do it. A little modern. I like it. A little more manly too. Less of that high voice. I like it. I like it a lot. It's good. I like it a lot. So that's Capital Cities. One point four million views. Can't be wrong. One of my favorite covers is the little part from Swingers where they go to the Dresden. Yes, yes. And Marty and Elaine, who still to this day play at the Dresden. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> they're playing Staying Alive. I'm just going to play a little that. clip of this. So this is when they've, there's been like a long shot of them walking through into the Dresden mm-hmm. room. And Marty and Elaine, who are still there, and you can go see them play today. That's pretty awesome. All right. It's okay. You may Wow, it's so bad. I know, but it's so, <laughs> it's so funny. That's, that's them. They're still playing the songs like that. I it's... actually didn't know that, that was based on a real uh, band or group. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, and then I found this little mashup with some Jamiroquai. Interesting. And it works very nicely. I enjoyed it, so I thought I'd bring it to you. Well, you can tell by the way Ooh, I Oh, that's awesome. This is virtual insanity? Yep. Nice. Nice. Nothing's gonna change. 
Now these people are really cool. views either. This is almost at four million views. Yeah, yeah. So we're not like giving you a boost. We'll still link it in the in it's the. It's just uh, nice. I like yeah, how it's so Because we can always take but never give. And now that things are changing for the worst, see. Oh. Their name is Pomplamoose. Okay, now this one, you're going to know why oh I have this Oh my here. God, I can already see the name. <laughs> Jesus. I pulled Springsteen. For those who don't know, Max is a big, big fan of Spring. I'm looking at a photo of his him and his dad at a Springsteen concert. It's or on, Bro sorry. on Broadway, thank you very much. <laughs> sorry. sorry. just any concert. <laughs> We saw him on Broadway. Oh, my Lord. Okay. I okay. was born and raised on Springsteen, so I love me some Springsteen. All right. So what do we got here? Springsteen. Springsteen doing Staying Alive in Brisbane, Australia. Okay. In 2014. Okay. With the E Street Band. I mean, that's, it sounds good. The crowd's going nuts. Yeah. So let me tell you. 1.7 million views on this one. So once again. Oh, less than pump alums. Yeah. Well, come that, on. That, that mashup was pretty damn Step good. Step it up. Okay. And I, then I've got this last one for you. I just thought this was cool because <laughs> this guy like loops all the instruments. Okay. And does it by himself. Loop station. This is Mauro Stella. Starts with just a little, a little beat there. Add some drums. He's bongos, playing a little, yeah, bongos. little bondos, yep. So I'll skip a few, a few of these just to hear what he comes. Yeah, up go up here. a little bit. Okay, there's shaker. a shaker. Some pedals. Using the loop station here. Bass. It's really a lot of build up here. A lot of instruments going on yep. here. Here's the riff. You can start hearing it come together. It's pretty cool. So now let's skip a little bit further. He's not actually going to sing, is he? Okay. Which is probably a good thing. Yeah. I just thought that was fun That's cool, to like yeah. go through. He's got, I mean, he's got almost 700k views too, so he's doing all right. But. Yeah, these guys, these are. These we'll link, we'll link to all these well. videos, yeah, right? Yeah, and we the... always do. Just find anywhere we, we post this, we we like to link to it. So um, if you can't, you can go to creditscorepodcast.com, and they're always the links are always with with each episode. But, yep. This last thing I want to show you, uh, I hope you'll look at this link because you kind of have to see it visually. Okay. But someone superimposed. Oh God. Donald Trump's face. Oh, on Travolta in the Lord. opening credits. Why would somebody do and this? And it's just his stupid face. And it made me laugh <laughs> so hard. So let's just skip to where he's walking and it scrolls up to his face. Oh. <laughs> and it's the it's the classic like Trump face where he's making all the weird expressions. Yeah, that, just like that has been it's been compared to Charles Manson actually. Him checking out the women. Again. It's kinda Wow. There's there's clips of him and stuff it's, in the movie. We'll, we'll post the link. It's, okay, it's it's funny. Uh, I have um, something a little weird that I, uh, I found. Wait, where the hell is it? Oh no, it's on my phone. Sorry. So I was Gary's, just Gary sits on the couch and he's got a, a sheet of paper. He's got a notebook. He's got a phone with notes. Yeah. He's, he's a mess over there. So I I was just searching for some info on you know how people received this movie, and I went to 
artofthetitle.com. I don't know what the hell that is, but this is the whole article. I mean, biscuit, pretty, biscuit, biscuit backing you up on the phone here. <laughs> biscuit is really loving that boat. All right. The article says, it has been said that meditation in movement has a thousand times more value than meditation in stillness. The credit sequence to Saturday Night Fever is absolute proof. This monumental opening title features John Travolta's absurdly vacuous expression dovetailing with his awesome primal need to hustle and groove, and that sets off some primordial urge even as you read this. It has for me. That was my own. And this is the uh, end of the article. But really, the feet are the thing because they're coming at you. Happy Valentine's Day to all. <laughs> One, I just so fell, that I was just, written for Valentine's Day. One, I just fell asleep while you were reading that. <laughs> Two, I think you should have a podcast where you just go and read articles off the internet <laughs> to people. I just really liked that. Uh, that person was really into the opening credits. And the happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day nice. to all. Yeah, very lovely <laughs> Valentine's Day. So it's time to score. All right. As people know or don't know, our scoring system is key grips. Mm-hmm. We don't know what key grips are. Don't they're let. In the, they're in end credits. Don't tell us. Yep. We don't want to know. We use them to rank one to 10 key grips. Yeah. And not dolly grips or any other grips. We rank key grips only one to the 10. Key is key mm-hmm. in key grips. Indeed. It's very important to Indeed. us. Indeed. How many key grips does this opening, these opening credits give? Well, I've give. really been struggling with this one because it's. It's a good song. Travolta is, you know, he's hot shit. It's classic. But I personally don't really like disco that much. So it doesn't, you know. You like the song. I like, like we, this. It's fine. I mean, it's not like it, a song where you pop on. Yeah, like, it's you fine. You know it. And, I, and, you know, if it had a line, obviously it'd be a little higher. But I'm going to give this one a solid 7.5. Okay. I'm gonna go a little bit lower. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I, th- I thought I, I thought I was being a little harsh on it because it's so classic and like well done. And you know how I love when credits have things happening too. I, you know, yeah, so. I think it's great. Like I, I'm entertained throughout it. The song, I'm tapping my foot to mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if this counts, but I'm a little upset that it wasn't recorded to the song. That's true. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, when you find that out, so yeah. I, I think that's actually kind of impressive, though. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think that shows you that disco is all the same. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so I give it six point five. Okay. Grips. Well, you made That's the score. You made score. the score easy yeah. because the average is seven. So Good. the final credit score for Saturday Night Fever's opening credits Wait. is. Seven. What's biscuit? Do? Biscuit. What do you give it? Yeah, that sounds like a seven. We're gonna stick with seven. Yeah, yeah. seven. So there you go. Final score. Uh, that, that's good. Seven, seven. That's good. That's that's good. That's good. <laughs> what um, it would be a seven or an eight? Uh, seven. That's good. Yeah, the seven's good, but uh, sometimes I do six, but this is a seven. <laughs> you know, you're, I'm glad you gave it a 6.5 because if you hadn't, I was going to chase you down the street and harass you for uh, for not making it nice and easy Just for me to average out. Just your crotch all the time. Okay, <laughs> so our next one, it's a show. Oh, we're doing a... It's a big deal. Yeah. I thought we were going to wait longer to do it, but it's perfect timing to do it because yep. we've got the big premiere of the final season coming up. So we'll be doing... Is that was that better? Just do the whole thing now. Like you know how long it is, like fifteen minutes. We're doing we're doing the Game of Thrones opening credits. That's right. All you thronies out there, is that what they call them? Bring your pillows because you're gonna fall asleep because they're so long. But yeah, we're doing that next. But we're gonna break them down. We're gonna dive right into them, as Max frequently says. We're gonna nerd up for that. So yeah, and before that, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and, and uh, 
Did us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Listen, review anywhere you can. We're everywhere. And Please, uh, it helps us out. And don't hesitate to email Max Credits Score Podcast at gmail.com. We're never gonna open that. But please, yeah, send us emails. I might I might read one. Even Gary, yeah, okay. Yeah, me and my talk, mom. Talk to Gary. Me and my mom will email He'll be me. Adjusting his crotch as he's reading your emails. <laughs> <laughs>